You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and also Allison. And this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. This time, it's going to be about my two favorite things. Allison, can you guess what those two favorite things are? Uh, well, I know the first one, and it's bees. It is bees. It's bees. <laughs> and I'm guessing the second one is uh, Mr. Skinner. It is, but more specifically, Mr. Skinner's tidy whities. <laughs> oh my God, those Y fronts. <laughs> and whatever thick beef he's packing in there, because they were weighed down. Oh yeah. We're gonna we're gonna spend some time talking about those, but uh, let's get down to business. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get that Netflix descriptiono, Allison. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's do it. Let let's do it. Okay, season four, episode twenty one, zero sum. Skinner is framed for murder after he covers up the death of a young woman who was attacked by a swarm of bees. Bees? Bees! Now I gotta tell you, Courtney, it's Monday night, I'm feeling pretty good. Are you, hey, are you though? I, uh, I had, uh, four drumsticks for three dollars, I watched oh. an episode of The X-Files, I'm oh. mentally and physically exhausted, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's what feeling good is, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, now, uh, Space Cadets, we are actually recording separately. Yeah. Because Allison, um, she's just, she's in her own little world. She's She went into an alternate dimension. Yeah. Right? Didn't you? Yeah, I sure did. I just slipped right out of one dimension <laughs> into another. How you doing over there? I like it. It's weird. A lot of boxes. A lot of boxes in this dimension. That's okay. A lot okay. of bins. That's <laughs> <laughs> One angry okay. cat. Oh, no, poor she's kitty. okay. Okay. Uh, what Courtney is fancifully referring to is the fact that I moved this week. You did. You moved like three blocks, right? Six blocks. Whoa. Please. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and Space Cadets, um, Allison's are Al- Allison's arms are very tired. My arms are so tight, tight. You carried a lot of things. I just flew in. Get it? It's that old air- <laughs> yeah, I get- airplane joke. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. You flew six blocks. You, you flew six blocks. Down I flew the road. six blocks. <laughs> Carried all your little everything, everything you ever owned in your little bindle. You just carried well, it away. Actually, I, I did hire movers. Oh, yeah. We're we're adults. We can hire people to do our shit for us. <laughs> okay. I want to stop talking about you. Okay. And start talking about bees. Feels mean. Well, no. I mean, you. Hey, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. <laughs> so <laughs> but we. The, n- <laughs> but the bees, the bees, Allison, are not. They're not doing okay. I they gotta seem like they're actually the doing very well. If I'm being honest, with are you. they? Okay. Yeah, they seem like they're doing okay. <laughs> Why don't you start us off? Uh, so we are at a post office. I actually thought. 
I was not really paying attention because I was eating my drumsticks, and I thought we were back at the Loblaws. <laughs> I mean, we could have been. But, Just well, all the food in little packages. Yeah, but we weren't. We were at a post office with uh, these two post office workers who we will later establish are girlfriends. They are- Hey, I wrote that down too. Yeah. Our gaydar went off real hard. Oh, ping, ping, ping. Uh, Jane, and did you get the other one's name? Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> no. Let's give her a name. But I will say I thought that Jane's name was Jean for the whole thing because of the other girl's accent. <laughs> I, I genuinely wrote down like Jane with a question mark when it went to showed her, well, that's like, her name, name on the that's her name now. Thing. Jane? Yeah, she's, she's Jane. 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 And uh, Ruth. Let's let's call let's her say Ruth. Ruth. Let's okay. call her Ruth. That feels right. Jane asked Ruth, her girlfriend, of what? What are you feeling like? Three years? Yeah, they're about to go on a big vacation together. So mm. I think two or three years. Two or three years. Uh, she asked Ruth. For to cover her for a smoke break. Uh-huh. And Ruth has given her some guff. Yep. Look, just cover for a bitch, okay? <laughs> like, if another woman asks you to cover for her because she's got to, like, stick a tampon up in there, or she's got to smoke a da dope, you, you got to cover for her. You got to. That's gotta. just women for women. Sure. Well, Jane is going into the bathroom to smoke. Now, I wasn't into this. Mm-mm, I can imagine not. If well, if you're gonna smoke, smoke outside. Do people smoke in the bathrooms? Well, I think they used to quite a lot when it was still legal to smoke inside. Really? Yeah. Why the bathrooms? Um, I don't know. You can sit down and it's ventilated. <laughs> Do you need to sit down to smoke? <laughs> Why? If you're taking a break, you might want to. I guess so. I guess so. Light up Did- a cig. Take a load off. <laughs> and a load in out. Out. There we go. There's the word I was looking Nailed for. Nailed it. Uh, did you notice the type of magazine that Jane was reading? No, what was it? It was a women's lingerie catalog. Oh, yeah. She- they are definitely girlfriends. <laughs> Is she shopping for herself or for someone else? I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> so she's taking a smoke. Then comes a plumber out of the sink the smallest plumber okay ever okay a bee okay (laughs) a bee plumber a bee plumber i thought you were gonna make a mario joke oh no 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 little bee plumber he's like you got a leak down here i better call in for backup christ and so he called in for backup and then he brought like 10 million of his plumber friends and they're like, no smoking in the bathroom. That's rude. What if someone has allergies? They swarm together and on the wall they spell out smokers or jokers. <laughs> even even Mark Snow is very anti-B. <laughs> D- did, you, did you remember the music? Yeah, it was. You know what? It was very anti-B. Like, we gotta save the bees, you guys. Mark Snow's like, like murder music. He's like, fuck these bees. They're, hey, Mark Snow was instigating these bees. <laughs> he was egging them on with he his was, musical stings. He was egging them on. He's like, you, hey, bet you can't kill this woman. And they're like, we can. F- fuck you, Mark Snow. 
<laughs> and so they oh, that's, kill this that's woman. That's often how I feel about Mark Snow. <laughs> God knows how many murders we've committed to prove Mark Snow, Snow wrong. <laughs> anyway. Don't call us, police. <laughs> police don't interact. No, no, no. Don't, don't make eye contact. Oh, the bees killed Jane. Yeah, they kill her with pomples. Real big ones too. Yeah, well, there's something. There's something a little extra spicy in those. Pomples. There is some extra spice in those pomples. Uh, I mean, we're not gonna. Let's just spoiler it. It's smallpox. It is smallpox. How did Guess the bees? Who's back? <laughs> no, keep going. Back again. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> it's true. I mean, smallpox is eradicated in North America, but I would imagine, is it, like, is it around the world? Um, it's, I I was actually looking into that because I was curious. So it's widely eradicated, but, yeah, there, yeah, there are some places where it still kind of crops up. Just, like, just every once in a while, just, boop! It's me, it's- smallpox! <laughs> you forget about me? Remember all those people I killed? Hey, were you, uh, vaccinated? Nope! Oh, well, that sucks. Should have thought of that. <laughs> Time before. for me to slip right in. Uh, yeah, the bees have the smallpox. Now, let's go back. Oh, into Canada. Into Canada with the clone children. Oh, God. Do, we rem- oh, uh, do you remember this about show. what this whole situation was? There were the alien clone children were raising bees in Canada and Mulder covered himself in gasoline. That was the part I remember. <laughs> it was the best part. Now, do we know why? No. No. But now we know why. Does Maria Covarrubias know? Maybe. She'll never tell. <laughs> She'll never tell. <laughs> Wink. Yeah, so I remembered when I was watching this, Allison. I remembered that bees were in other episodes. I don't know why they were important. And then we saw pictures of the children. Then I remembered the children. Yeah. What episode was that? I don't remember. I don't fucking know. (laughs) But the bees, the bees are important. The bees are back. (laughs) The bees are back in town. The bees are back in town. (laughs) Right? Crack open a cold one with the bees. (laughs) Okay, can we talk about Skinner, the cat burglar? Please. I loved his, I think my favorite part of his cat burglar uh, getup was the little ears, which I am imagining that he wore in every scene. (laughs) And Chris Carter's like, "Mm, is it too much? Mm, Mitch, you might need to take this off. No, this is my episode and you can't make me. He's like, I will wear the ears. We did not see his butt, so we cannot confirm or deny the cattail. No, but in my heart, it's there. Uh, cattail butt plug, maybe? Ooh. Ooh. Now, my real favorite part of his cat burglar getup was his tactical dust buster. (laughs) 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 It was so good. It was really good. Mr. Skinner. Our daddy, your daddy, everyone's daddy. He mm-hmm. go cat burglar. He is dressed in black. He got those ears. He got his butt plug in. He's got his bag full of goodies. <laughs> and he's going like anti-Santa Claus to steal evidence. 
<laughs> so what does he do, Allison? What's his? Uh, what's his? What does he do? First thing he does, he throws out that cigarette. Mm, oh yeah. Bugs. Can't divide them. <laughs> he, he flushes clean- it. He cleans up all the little bee bodies. <laughs> And then he sees uh, up at the top on the ceiling, he's like, oh, what's that? A midnight snack? Call me Winnie the Pooh, because I think that's some honey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just really gets in there. He's in this corner. Smears it right between his fingers. He's like, interesting. I don't need to look into this any further. So he's cleaning and we're like, okay, well, it's been six minutes. We might, you know, we're going to have to see Mulder sometime, but we don't. No, we don't see Mulder for like a long time and I'm deep into it. It's so good. Uh, Skinner then goes to the body morgue. The, mm, as opposed to? The joke morgue. Just for heads morgue. Heads only. (laughs) It's just a smaller morgue. Just, but it's just for heads. It's just got little, little file cabinets which have little heads in there. <laughs> uh, so as he pulls out the drawer with this woman in it with her smallpox, mm. uh, I am just throat deep on a chicken drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> just super deep fried, like, mm, mm-hmm. and I'm just like making eye contact with her smallpox pomples as I bite into this crisp, crisp chicken drummy <laughs> hey are those uh kfc or church chicken no or? no grocery store oh shit <laughs> wow i'm not doing well daddy's going to work <laughs> yeah. um you're serious man hey oh yeah you're keep it professional okay okay <laughs> No, what I mean by that is you're not going to be bought off by Church Chicken no. or Church or or KFC. You're just going to get that no-name chicken. Yeah. Hey, you know what they had left? Four drumsticks. I bought them. $3. What of it? Bite me. <laughs> Did you get those potato wedges? No, they, it's a Chinese food bar. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Damn. They Ugh. got some rice noodles. Oh, that's good, too. Hey, yeah. that's good. Yeah. You're, you're doing okay. Well... <laughs> my body's a wreck that's okay you know what whose body isn't a wreck skinner's <laughs> but you know what he's about to do fucking wreck, wreck a body. body okay skinner is so fucking yoked he oh my god is carrying i don't know i don't want to put i don't want to side eye jane but like she what like one thirty to one fifty at least yeah like he, average sized yeah he carried her the whole way to this fucking like oil amusement park thing that he went to the part pardon it oil amusement park cool 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 cool, cool right cool. yeah he swole four days <laughs> like so it's a uh, what is that? Oil refinery? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know why he had to go there to burn a body. They'd have an incinerator at the morgue. It's the mega incinerator. So he carries Jane's body and lights it up. Does he do anything else? Uh, no. I don't think so. I don't remember. But ca- well, he goes to the police, the police um academy uh office. Sir, pl- uh, the, po- the police academy precinct. Um. <laughs> 
station police station police um, station can we but it's at this point that i realized that um skinner is just like really good at crime he's really he's good at so crime. good at crime holy moly he's smooth af yeah it's incredible if he wants you know if skinner wants to make a body disappear or someone disappear we now know he knows how to do it and oh, that's the means that's hot as fuck so my why dude. didn't he do it with that woman he killed <laughs> <laughs> was it that sex worker yeah Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. What happened there? We still have no idea. I I don't remember. Did he kill her? I don't remember. No idea, but he came for sure. For sure. He came. Skinner came to this police officer establishment. (laughs) And he said, said, it's me, Agent Mulder. And uh, the guy said, oh, okay, Mr. Mulder. And he said, please, Mr. Mulder is my boyfriend. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Skinner uses, why, okay, why does Skinner use Mulder's name? Uh, I don't know. So that Mulder would be drawn into the plot? (laughs) Or Mulder is the only agent he knows. Oh my god! You just cracked something wide open! Right? He knows two, (laughs) have you seen him talk to any other agents? No, never! (laughs) Not even the dead by one. No! Rip Charlie Skelly. <laughs> no! He only has ever talked to Mulder and Scully. He only knows two agents. He knows two names. That's it. And he can't be Scully. It's He's be Mulder. Mulder. Now, you may think Space Cadets, well, we've seen episodes where Skinner like talks to a big group of people. That's fine. I've talked to a lot of people. Do I remember their names? Uh-oh. Do I know them? No. Nope. So he only knows two people. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Sleuth. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he replaces the blood sample. Okay. He uh, Skinner, as Mulder, goes to ask for these samples. The cop uh-huh. takes it out of the refrigerator and puts it in front of them. Yeah. How long would you say they're in front of him for? Oh, like maybe ten minutes. Ten, like okay, I w- it, I don't know. I was thinking in terms of camera time. It was oh, camera time. Yeah, like camera two time. Two seconds. What does the cop think that Skinner is doing with these samples? Smelling them. Like their existence. Yep. These are they. Oh, that's blood, all right. <laughs> mm. Oh, yes. Mm. The the best body fluids. Well, mm. he is pretending to be Mulder. I guess so. Mulder does like to taste things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was kind of weird. Just the, the cop saying, here's the body fluids. Oh, you only need them for th- three seconds while I turn around? Cool. I'll take <laughs> them back now. Why don't you tell us uh, what, what happens in the... Uh, parking lot yeah okay so a guy comes up to him he's like hey Mulder," and skinner's like uh yeah that's me I'm a derp, derp, derp. Huh? Oh, look at my dumb floppy hair i'm a stupid sexy puppy dog face <laughs> uh, dude i like baseball and also basketball oh boohoo my sister's dead or captured by <laughs> aliens <laughs> look behind you a yeti <laughs> just kidding i like to make jokes musical sting Uh, so anyways the guy talks to him and he says well yeah like i called you and i sent you the files and i why what you think we got a case here and skinner is like nope 
And he leaves and he's gone. But then we see a mystery shadow man waiting. Ooh, dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. And we don't, I don't recognize him. But what? Skinner goes home. (gasps) Yeah. And he takes those nasty pants off. Oh, he sure do. Just getting, getting undressed right down to his little, uh, white, tidy whiteies. Oh, fuck. The weight of those whiteies, man. Like, there's something going on in there. You could, could have that in your hand, I think. Got a little melon situation. <laughs> he must tan. Does he tan? He's got oh, a little, you must tan. He must tan. Oh, God. It's a little... Can you imagine, like, Skinner in a Speedo with those really tiny goggles on? <laughs> oh, like like Mulder was? <laughs> Wait, did Mulder's tan? No, but he was wearing a Speedo with the goggles. Oh, that's right. That's right. Exactamundo. Where do you think Mulder got his style from? Daddy. Those outfits. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, Mulder comes to the door. Oh, just yes. as Skinner's gonna throw out his his doity clothes, and he's like, "You're about five minutes too late. I already put my clothes back on. <laughs> I already made. Hey, Mulder, you want to make these clothes dirty? Huh? <laughs> uh, I like." The Skinner's opening up the door and Mulder's yeah. like, oh, you're home. Like very <laughs> cash. Like yeah, they haven't done this a million times. They've got a very cash relish. They sure do. Um, Mulder says that uh, I think he only reveals that there's been a murder like about two hours ago. The cop in yeah. the parking lot was shot. Oh, um, he did. And he dead. And Mulder says, well, someone pretended to be me. Yeah. So he knows that much. Now, who could that be, Mulder? Hmm. hmm. What two two agents know your name? Scully? Oh, Mulder doesn't know any other Skinner. agents either. No, he does not. He barely knows Scully's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, it also revealed that Scully's in the hospital. Yeah, she is uh, having some tests looked at, I guess. You know what that Um, means. No, what? It's boys night! (laughs) Boys night! Yes. Um, In reality, uh, Gillian Anderson wasn't in this episode because she was filming her part in a a movie called The Mighty. Oh, do you remember that movie? Never heard of it. (laughs) I bet you it was great. Yeah, bet it's amazing. Ooh. Uh, you know what? I don't mind Scully not being in this episode, honestly. Yeah, I'm enjoying the, the skinner moldy dynamic. Did you just call him moldy? I did. I. You know what? I'm very tired. And <laughs> you had four drumsticks. Yeah, I'm drunk on those, uh, drunk on those drums. <laughs> Your mouth is all greasy. It's very <laughs> greasy. Lips are all slippery. Had so much sodium. Actually, my notes, I wrote, I wrote my notes on construction paper because that was all I could find. And and it is quite greasy in places. My poor baby brother. (laughs) Did you use like, uh, did you burn like the edge of a stick to use as a pen? (laughs) No, I had a pen. Okay, that's good. Let's talk about my possibly favorite scene in this whole episode. Wait. Oh, what? I have to mention my favorite line at the ending of the oh, scene. Oh, pa 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 please. Which is where Mulder uh, looks at the garbage bag and he says, you want me to dump this on my way out? 
<laughs> and Skinner's like, no, there's something else I want you to dump. <laughs> I mean, what they do in the bedroom is their business, so. Oh, yeah, but I want to know all about it. I gotta know. I gotta know. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was a very good line. Thank you very much, You're Allison. welcome. Okay, what's your, uh, what's your favorite scene? Skinner gets all in a kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, oh, this isn't where they talk about the gun, is it? No. Uh, no, he no, wakes no, no. up, uh, he's a sleepy otter on the couch, <laughs> and he wakes up and he looks at his drawer and his gun is not there. Well, that that's later, that's later. I want to talk about, oh, okay. I, I want to talk about this, this, this whole situation. So, our otter daddy is all a flutter. <laughs> he goes downstairs to his parking lot? Oh, his parking garage, yeah. And here comes a Cadillac racing for him. Oh, and boy. Skinner does not budge. Nope. Holy shit, this man. Like, the bumper rubs against his, like, thighs, and this man puts his two hands on the caddy and is like, Ooh. You want a piece of this? I do, though. I do. I, I, re- I quite do, actually. Guess who's in the car, Allison? It's uh, the smoking man and an unidentified henchman. (laughs) Henchman number one and the smoking guy. Yeah. Uh, You and I know him as the ghost of Ronald Reagan. Yep. And Reggie Reagan is ready to fucking party with Skinner. Yeah. He's... Uh, Smoking Man talks about the terms of our arrangement. Mm-hmm. And he warns that a man digs a hole, a man who digs a hole risks falling into it, which is just like so gay, man. I see my version of that is a man who digs a hole considers putting his dick in it. <laughs> right? Sometimes you dig it in a pie, sometimes I- you dig it in the ground. Every time you're like, should I put my dick in that? I mean, just I'd to, fall into a see? hole. Yeah. Should I just to see what it feels like? What if it feels good? Huh? What if it feels good and I don't put my dick in there and then I missed out on an opportunity? How many people with dicks do you think have put them in pies because of the movie American Pie? Is that an the entire generation? <laughs> hey, Space Cadets, if you own a dick, uh, it's either attached to you or by proxy. Um, can you? Tell us what the weirdest thing you've put it in, please, and thank you. Courtney, I need you to know huh? that had I a dick, huh? there is a 100% chance I would have put it in a pie. <laughs> like, I have no doubt in my mind. Okay, let's just, like, deeply imagine this. Let's just imagine. Mm-hmm. Whew, imagine you got some junk down there, Allison. Yeah. Besides pie, what would you put it in? What would I... Now I'm just thinking about different kinds of pie. <laughs> no, no, no. We got pie. Pie is expendable. Okay, pie, we know we've, pie. We've gotten to pie. Um, we've gotten to pie. What's what the else? second thing? What's the second thing? <laughs> it's like a bag of marshmallows. Oh, <laughs> That's a really good answer. I know. Right? Oh, God. I... See, I don't know what dicks feel, but I just imagine like they're just giant clits, right? Yeah, that's just, but that's my imagining as well. Just like put them all up in there, like just jumbo marshmallow, jumbo or small? Jumbo. Oh fuck yeah! Come on, <laughs> not fucking around. Well, technically, 
Yeah. And fucking around. Uh, I would fuck a pumpkin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, you would. Or cantaloupe. Right? Yeah, cantaloupe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, what would be really great is if, okay, you have your pumpkin. Yeah. You hollow it out. Well, but do I want to hollow it out, though? Do I just want that sticky icky. Well, but here's the thing. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> My conception involved some kind of jack-o'-lantern LED cockering situation. Oh, you're lighting the jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. You're jacking it's, off it's a lantern? <laughs> huh? Yeah, it was very good. <laughs> what you did there with your words. <laughs> okay, well, this was interesting. I think we're going to have to return at some point to things that we would stick our dicks in because <sighs> like, there's a world to explore. I think we need a new theme song, Allison, because I just got a whole list brewing in my head now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to write that. Awesome. <laughs> Oh, a donut is convenient, it's already got a hole. And a wagon wheel has got that feel for when you're on a roll. And if you say a petite four, then you're just being mean. Try everyone that you can think, no chance of coming clean. Apple pie's a classic, red velvet a modern twist. Baklava is a delight and custard's on the list. Just so many options, I don't know how I'd pick The best pastry to place my seed if I had a dick Skinner wants out of their arrangement with the smoking man. Yeah, he's like, I'm over it. What is this arrangement, Allison? Uh, The arrangement is one that he told Mulder not to make, which is that he will be uh, Smoking Man's sort of skulking crime boy uh, (laughs) if um, Skinner will cure Skelly's cancer. Yes. Uh, Or the Smoking Man will will cure. Oh, yeah. The Smoking Man, which we know he has the power to do. Do we? Like, is he just fooling around? Is he just yanking Skinner's chain? Well, he cured, uh, what's her, Mulder's mom. Did he? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that's he right. had the alien do it. He had the alien do it, and it's the power of that dick, though, right? Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> Smoking Man would never let Mulder's mom die, because that's... That's, that's true. That's true. That's his, man. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. Now, Skinner made a deal with the Smoking Man, the deal that Mulder wanted to make, but Skinner says, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Let daddy do this. Let daddy handle it. Now he's in too deep and he wants out. Mm-hmm. It's too late, though. It's too late. It's right? too late to apologize. <laughs> it's too late. Thank you. I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. You are. You are. You're doing great. This is when we have our oh shit moment. This is about the bullet and the and the gun. Do you want to unload the scene? Wait, what? This is the bullet and the gun situation where Mulder calls Skinner or Uh talks to Skinner and he says, oh, yeah, we totally found a bullet that killed the cop. And then while Skinner's on the phone with Mulder describing that, Skinner's frantically looking at his desk drawer and is like, oh, shit, my gun's gone. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I got confused. Yeah. This is like an actual tense moment from the X-Files. I know. This episode, okay, I will say this. At the end of this episode, I was like, oh, the writing was good. 
writing was good do you know who wrote it yeah it was up? um howard gordon and frank spotnitz jeez louise do you know what howard gordon has also done no do you care no <laughs> well then we'll move on okay that's for the best <laughs> yeah i think so yeah i the i it was tense man it was there were this a couple be- really good skinner Mulder scenes in this episode that really got me going sue honeypot Excuse me? It's, um, Skinner finds a honeypot. Oh, the bee wall. The bee wall. The bee wall. Yeah. That's right. The bee wall. Um, <laughs> How could you forget the bee wall? Skinner goes back to the Loblaws. Yes. And he goes back to that bathroom. Yeah. Because he's asking some questions. Now, the police says uh, that the employees could use this bathroom. Yes. But the woman informs us that, oh, no one wants to use it because there was a dead person in it. <laughs> Pretty much. Allison, I know you are very intimately involved with the bathrooms in your area. Yes. If someone had died recently, possibly of smallpox or of some sort of mystery disease, how long would it take for you to use that bathroom again? Courtney? Huh? I'm being completely honest when I say... Huh? That if someone was currently in the bathroom dead of smallpox, yes. it would not stop me from using it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would take a shit and then I would call the police. Really? Would you take a shit like, oh, man. Would you call the police while you were taking a shit? No, that's awful. Because I would feel, well, no. Uh, and taking a shit next to a corpse is an awful Allison, my well, dude. It, it can't hear me. Actually, that's your perfect toilet, pal, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> and Allison, oh my God, I've opened up a Pandora's box. Allison, yeah. you know what the worst thing in the world is? What? Having people next to you while you shit, while yeah. you let out those stanky farts. <laughs> what would be the best thing? You load all the other stalls with dead bodies. So if someone comes in, they knock, oh, it's occupied. I'll go down to the other bathroom. You are alone with like five corpses. No one can hear you fart. Uh, It's perfect. It's the right? perfect crime. Did you kill those people? <laughs> I guess, like, when the police, like, come to pick up the five bodies, they might ask some questions of, like, why didn't you call the police? Um, I mean... And then I'll just say, I have colitis. And they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, we get it. You want a toilet sanctuary. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's chill. Uh, this toilet sanctuary was full of honey. It was full of honey. Skinner starts knocking down a fucking wall, and there's bees. There, no, there's no bees. I got too excited. There's bee, <laughs> bee juice. There's bee juice. Yeah, it's full of bee juice. You and... know that that acclaimed children's series. <laughs> so, uh, Skinner is going to take the bee juice and the bee evidence of the bee crime to uh, the, the bee scientist. <laughs> yes, the bee evidence <laughs> to the bee scientist. Yeah, where, who gives him a lot of uh, hashtag B facts. I love those B facts. <laughs> I knew you would. Allison, did you know that all bees, you know what? They're, they can be dangerous. It just depends how many are in a swarm and how often they attack. Yeah, is that true? 
Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. So like African, those like African killer bees or whatever, those hybrid bees, they're not more dangerous than the average honeybee. It's just they get pissed off and they will fucking fuck you up. Interesting. And they'll decide to fuck you up. So they'll just swarm and sting. So you're where saying honeybees, they have free will. Yeah. Yes. Hey, can I tell you about animal free will that I read about? Oh, okay. That kind of freaked me out. Yeah. Um, I read an article about how crows think about the way other animals think. What? They're like sentient in the way of like they're thinking about your sentience and that's real weird. That's, uh, yeah, that's hard to parse. Well, what happened was they gave the raven or the crow, was it corvids? Yeah. Um, a, a treat. And the, the raven or the crow wants to hide the treat. If someone is looking, they'll hide it in a different way than if someone is not looking. Oh, wow. Or another bird is not looking. Or even a, they did it through like a peephole. So if the peephole was closed, they like pretended to go through the motions. It's weird, man. That is weird. Courtney, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What do you think constitutes a bee fetish? Is this an intervention, Allison? <laughs> uh, d- am I sitting in your house under a banner with several chairs? <laughs> I mean, the space cadets don't know that. <laughs> Courtney, I need to read you this letter. <laughs> no. Um, well, like, I've heard of people stinging, like, people with dicks, like, st- having bees sting their members to interesting, get it. Interesting, interesting. Like, full. Like, I've heard... Of people like willingly having their genitals stung. I guess that would be the bee fetish, right? Do you know what I think it is, though? <laughs> what? I think it's like sexting. Okay. As like phone sex, but instead of like texting or talking, you do an elaborate dance to tell your partner what you want them to do to you. <laughs> I love it. Our costumes involved, Allison. Oh, uh, yeah, they are. Please, Allison, our costumes involved. You oh, dress my up God. like a bee. It's like kind of like a onesie, but like more of a unitard. And it's got yes. a butt flap with a little stinger on it. Oh, my God. And you wings. Flap your little hands. Uh, and little dealy boppers on your head. Oh, my God. And you do a little wiggle dance. You do a little dance. And like if you step to the side and then you do a glide and a hand drive, that means like uh, mouth stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> i love it allison i have this fetish now okay good well someone tell your husband <laughs> oh he'll find out <laughs> yeah when you bring home those unitards very soon oh harry <laughs> hey you know me i already got a bee costume in the back baby oh lord <laughs> and it's removable easily removable <laughs> okay it's got those snaps no 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 it's got that zipper all the way around nice <laughs> space cadets you may think this is a goof but i honestly have an easily removable costume <laughs> now it's an intervention <laughs> it's first stage act sorry <laughs> but now it's gonna be from a bedroom okay uh uh, oh, Skinner 
drops the bee evidence off with the bee scientist. Yeah, and he says there's a larva in it, and he can figure out what kind of bee it is. That um, th- that larva is my background boy. <laughs> he is very good, isn't he? Oh, I just like a piece of rice. Oh, hi, it's me. I'm a baby plumber. <laughs> oh, let me fix your pipes. <laughs> Don't smoke or I'll sting you. <laughs> Um, and then we move on to a very good conversation. What is this conversation? Uh, between Skinner and, uh, Covarubius. Oh, uh, the, 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 the agricultural daddy? Yeah. Yes. Where, uh, she, (laughs) he's talking, he's asking about the bees. Yes. And, um, she tells him about the farm in Canada. And then she asks him, do you have access to these bees? Stupid. <laughs> yeah, they're right here in my back pocket. Dumbo. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, then he says he might have access to the bees. <laughs> I just like how much they're talking about bees, Allison. I know. This episode was made for you. Uh, Skinner, he is looking into the... He's actually... He goes into Mulder's office... And he's actually looking through that, like, the child B form, like, file. Yeah. Um, and I think Mulder walks in on him and there's, like, this tension. But what Skinner kind of finds out is, like, there's more to this B shit than meets the eye. True. This is also when the B scientist is hoisted by his own petard. <laughs> And by petard, I mean bees. Okay, can I ask you a question about this scene? Yeah. Where did those bees come from? They just came on, like, hey, uh, they're just in the window, man. Because he just had that one larvae. Yeah. Did it, and it looked like it had emerged from the bee trap. Oh, yeah. And so if all those bees came from that one larvae, like, damn, those bees can fuck, though. (laughs) I just think, do you think they were, like, like... Uh, smoking man assassinated him via the bees? Like, they just put a bunch of bees in the room? Or... Oh, it definitely was premeditated, but I still think those bees can fuck. <laughs> they just make a lot of bees. Just making, like, just, like, pumping out those bees. They're doing a little wiggle dance. They got that outfit with that full zipper, and they just fucking all over the place. Yeah, they're like, no funny business. I came here to procreate. <laughs> this is how... A little bit of funny business, though. Yeah, Come on. Little, I'm, hey. I'm only be human. <laughs> Ooh, bee humans. That would be weird. <laughs> um, this is where we confirm that the bees are carrying smallpox. Yeah. Uh, the... Fl- hmm. I wrote, how close are you? Comma, hopefully very. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that that is when... um uh. Skinner goes back to talk to uh, the the girl at the the postal office. Yeah, um, I think he asks how well they knew each other, and she says they were very close. Oh, I thought it was a Mulder Skinner thing. I'm going to say it's a Mulder Skinner thing. Oh, okay. How close are you, Mulder? Hopefully, very. <laughs> Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe it was. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the Palm Strings girlfriends. Yeah, please. I love them. Uh, Skinner goes. He's he's. 
he's solving this B mystery. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he goes down to the Loblaws and talks to Ruth uh-huh. about her girlfriend. And she reveals that some men talked to her and basically threatened her like, hey, you're going to lose your job if you talk to anyone else. Mm-hmm. And Skinner's like, well, what haven't you told me? And she says that the package, th- these men, these mystery men, were after a damaged package. Mm-hmm. Which held bees? <laughs> I guess so. Is that what, because later on, Agricultural Daddy, like you said, says like, well, the bees came, or sorry, the package came from Canada to, we're going to South Carolina. Yeah. And one of them was damaged. And they yeah, were bees. Yeah, so it went in, into that room, and then the bees got into the wall between that room and the bathroom. Um, and she also says that she and her friend are going on vacation to Palm Springs, and they just bought new bathing suits. <laughs> they bought magic bathing suits. Girlfriends! Girlfriends! And then one of them died. Yes. Yeah, Ugh. Ugh, please! <sighs> please why stop. do even imaginary lesbians in our own mythos need to die Allison? i don't know it's so unfair <laughs> so unfair Mulder is looking for the culprit what did the cop shooting crime yeah he has evidence via a camera yeah <laughs> a photograph one might call it <laughs> I don't know. Use your fancy language. That's fine. <laughs> so he he takes it to a other guy who is a computer expert and enhances the photo. Mm-hmm. What does he see, Allison? He sees his boy, <laughs> his boyfriend, and his expression was so pained that I squealed aloud. I know, right? <laughs> I was David like, David me. That's acting. He's what's that on his face? Oh, he got some acting on it. David Duchovny, my God, holy moly! He's been holding out on us. It was just like a, oh, it's like a oh, shiver. Oh, 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 now my boyfriend. Now, okay, be honest with me. Did that picture look like Skinner or just no. like <laughs> not at all? It looked like the Nazi from the first Indiana Jones. Oh my God, it did. <laughs> that's what it looked exactly like i don't know how he i guess you know what Mulder knows his boy toy like he knows he knows his daddy so things are gonna fucking go down now Mulder knows and skinner is trying to like clear things up and the presidents the dead presidents cabal they are ready to launch a, a bee attack so these uh, shadowy government cabal, aka the ghosts of dead presidents, including uh-huh. the ghoul FDR <laughs> and the human thumb. Oh, I thought it was Herbert Hoover. Oh, no, the human thumb, uh, Mr. Howard Taft. Oh, yes, Taft. I mean, I'm sure Ho- Hoover is in there. So- Wait, Hoover wasn't a president. Oh, what? Herbert Hoover? Wait. I don't know. Was <laughs> there no President Hoover? Wait. I think he, that, wait. He built that there's dam. A, there's a dam? Hoover. Don't, don't they make you president if you build a dam? President. Yes. He, ah, yes. He was 31st president of the United States. Ah, nailed it! 
You got it. I can't believe it. And you know what, Allison? He does look like the human thumb. I bet he do. He do. He was born in Iowa, by the way. Oh. Anyway, uh, Roosevelt and Taft and Hoover and fucking Warren G. Harding are all up in there, and they want to, like, unleash smallpox on people. Yeah, they're like, this is our new game. (laughs) We do this now. I got these people through the Great Depression, and we're going to fucking cause another one. I guess. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Um, Aww. There was something else about smallpox, right? What's the other thing about smallpox? What do you mean? Well, like, Scully had a smallpox Yeah, her, it was her smallpox vaccine that was, like, where the alien implant went. Or, uh, I don't fucking know. I, I believe in our <laughs> mythos what happened with the smallpox vaccine was that Ronald Reagan ejaculated into <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, he left a little present. That's just our personal story. That is true. Well, they're going to test out Ronnie's jizz because they're going <laughs> to unleash smallpox on a small school in South Kakalaki. What? Oh, God. That, hey, whoa, hey, you talk, we talked about putting our imaginary dick in things, and this is the gross thing that and you were pointing children. out. I mean, no, 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 the children don't have the jizz. No, but they get smallpox. Yeah, but they. But, uh, but, oh, yeah, but that's why they get smallpox. That's why they get smallpox because their moms are all anti-vaxxers. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, did we get the smallpox vaccination? I don't know. Did you? I I don't think we did. I think we're a little bit too young for that. Do you have Ronald Reagan's jizz inside you? Yeah, but not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> get it. <laughs> What do you want to tell me? My favorite child is the one that looks like Ralphie from A Christmas Story. (laughs) Because the whole time the teacher is writhing on the ground and he's, like, watching it through the window, I half expected, like, a voiceover to come in, like, I didn't know it at the time. But this would prove to be the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. (laughs) This scene, there was just so many good scenes in this episode. <laughs> this scene will be burned into my mind. Because little Ralphie it wants to go to the monkey bars, but a bully pushes him out of the way. Yeah. And then the bully goes on the monkey bars and gets stung and gets smallpox. <laughs> Fuck you, bully. Then suddenly all the kids starting to get stung and everyone's calling, Mrs. Capper, Mrs. Capper, please help me. And Please Ralphie, help me, I've got smallpox. <laughs> you should have been that vaccinated, kids. Uh, <laughs> and fucking this kid loses his glasses and the teacher runs and like throws him inside and then dies in front of his eyes. Oh my God. <laughs> How I old cannot- do you think these kids are? Ooh, grade, grade four, grade four. How old were we in 1996? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you think these kids could have been us? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, it's weird that we're seeing these kids, but we were probably around the same age as them when this was filmed. We also had the same style, too. Oh, yeah. In my head, I was like, oh, you're that bully kid and I'm Ralphie. <laughs> Why do I have to be the bully kid? Because you're cooler than me. 
<laughs> oh, you are so wrong, Allison. Allison. <laughs> Allison, you were so wrong. It was 21 years ago, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So we are 30. Yeah. So it'd be, yeah, we were 10. Yeah. Oh, my God. We oh are those God. kids. Oh, my God, Allison. We were those kids. Allison, can I tell you a story about little Courtney? Please, but I got one for you, too. Okay. You think little Courtney was cool. Uh, 10-year-old little Courtney, I, I, I vividly remember having a sandwich baggie of my snack. This is 10 o'clock recess. Uh-huh. My snack consisted of two hot dog buns with butter on them. And I would carry those around in both hands, pretending I was Darkwing Duck. Please, yes! I love it! Comma, um, trying to get other kids to play with me. Please, it's so good! I was not the bully in this situation. Oh, Courtney, when I was yeah. in grade four... yeah. I wore sweatpants every oh. day. Oh, me too, honey. Me and too. And my mom insisted I wear something else and I refused. <laughs> and I only wore mismatching socks. Yeah. Uh, on purpose. Yeah. And oh, I still do that. My only extracurricular besides ballet yeah. was Pokemon Club. <laughs> Not the video game. The card game. There's a Pokemon Club? At my school? Oh, my God. Did you have a teacher, like, a teacher to aid you guys? Yup. Okay, tell me about this teacher. Oh, I don't remember who it was. No, no. I hope it wasn't the vice principal who made fun of me for wearing mismatching socks every day. (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) You think little Courtney and little Allison would be friends? Abso-fucking-lutely. I think they would have had no choice. (laughs) I don't think anyone else would hang out with them. (laughs) We would have the stretch pants club. My (laughs) God. I wore sweatpants and stretch pants out of necessity because I was a big butterball. I just hated all other clothes. The first time I wore jeans, I was like, well, size 18. Can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And on top, mm, northern getaway sweater. Oh, fuck. Yes. Cat street, boys. Oh, Northern Getaway. The style was real. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the teacher's dead. She was yeah. probably a bitch anyway. <laughs> like most teacher. Uh, never mind. Excuse me? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, Skinner goes down uh, to the children and he to warn the doctors that this was smallpox. And the doctors are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh... So one background boy was my larva, and I know that the rules of the Double X Files background boy is they are seen and not heard, correct? Yeah, absolutely. The best way for boys to be. (laughs) Can I just flip it just for this one scene? Okay, I'll give you this one. Who is it? Because I heard them, but I did not see them. (laughs) I think that counts. It was the, I want my mommy, girl. (laughs) That... They must have recorded her 20 times because they used 10 of those recordings throughout this episode. Oh, my God, really? (laughs) Yeah, didn't you hear her? No, I I wasn't paying attention. I was just still gnawing on that drummy. (laughs) You just... (laughs) 
I I doubt this is like fucking the forty minutes in. I doubt it took you forty minutes to finish four drumsticks. I You're know. Right. You, I was Allison. just licking bone at that point. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. I was. Um, agricultural daddy comes and talks about the packages from Canada to South Carolina. Yeah, and she's like, "Did you tell your boyfriend Mulder?" And Skinner's like, "No, not yet." And she's like, "You have to, <laughs> you have to tell your boyfriend." About the bee spearmint. Yes, about the bee spearmint. Skinner goes back to his apartment where Mulder is with oh, a yeah. gun pointed at Skinner and it might as well be his dick. Oh my god. Oh, this was so good. Uh, so Skinner is trying to say basically like the ghost of Ronald Reagan, the, the smoking man set me up. And it was just this so, it was so intense. It was so intense. It was very intense. They were both extremely hard throughout that entire scene. Oh, God, they were so fucking hard. And basically, how to prove this, it was like, look at my desk. The desk had been broken into. The gun was inside. And Skinner's like, why would I break into my own desk to put my gun in? So they're going to take the gun to the gun scientist. (laughs) Who fires it into water. (laughs) Which is like... Do you think the gun scientist was, like, super third wheel in this situation? Oh, yeah. He was, like, awkward. <laughs> These like, two are about to fuck. <laughs> so he tests the guns, and it's revealed that Mulder is covering for Skinner. Mm-hmm. Because the yeah, serial cause number. Yeah, because he filed off the serial number. Yeah. And he says they found it in a sewer grate. And Skinner's yeah, like, and- oh, my heart. Ah, yeah, there was, like, a flutter, right? There was, like, oh. yeah. Uh, 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 you know what I wrote? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I wrote, mm, just two young bucks. <laughs> Allison. I don't know why I wrote that. I was chicken drunk. <laughs> oh my god. Just, mm. Oh, mm. mm just two just, young bucks. Oh. Oh my I totally forget the end. Yeah, Skinner's talking to Smoking Man because Smoking Man comes back to his apartment. Okay. And uh, they basically have a fight because, you know, Smoking Man is saying, like, Skinner, if you don't if you don't help me, uh, well, Scully's going to die. And then Skinner yeah. pulls his gun on Smoking Man. Oh, and yeah, Smoking Man's fuck. like, I'm not afraid to die. Like, you're, I know you're not going to fire. And then Skinner fires three times around Ronnie's head. Oh, God. And it was like a slow, like, oh, did he or didn't he? And, uh... We find out he didn't. He's gonna he's gonna use that anger to power him through another night with Mulder. Fucking Ronnie fucked up though. Oh, Ronnie fucked up big time, my dude. But Ronnie's yeah. got an ace in his back pocket though, right? Yeah, he sure do. What he is got it? Ag- ag- <laughs> agricultural daddy. Oh yeah, because he was talking to her on the phone and she said, uh, I'll tell Mulder whatever you want, and he said, Just tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah. Um, is that the end? I think so. I certainly don't remember anything else. <laughs> should we do a how it should have ended? We Yeah, let's do a how it should have ended. Okay, let's do it. Cue that music. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shed the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Courtney and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. Okay, Allison. Picture this. 
Skinner. I'm it. Skinner is, has just fired off three bullets. Mm-hmm. He is fucking pissed as shit. Uh-huh. Where is he going to after he shoots off those bullets? Well, I got a funny feeling I know the answer. You, hey, you want to say Mulder's apartment? It's not Mulder's apartment, Oh, though. no, I want to say that's so bad, though. I know, I know, honey. You, you gotta just keep it in your pants. Okay. We're going back to the bee bathroom. <laughs> what? He's going back to the bee bathroom? Skinner realizes he's made a mistake. He has made the wrong ally. What? Skinner is there to become King Bee. What? He's first of all, first of all, first of all, he goes back into the bee bathroom in the post office and mm-hmm. he strips naked. No, <laughs> n- completely. He goes and he just fists that wall and he takes out all that royal jelly and he just smears it all over <gasps> his tanned, yes! tight dad bod. Yes, please. And then the bees are like, well, what is this? What is this? Like, and the, and, and bees swarm all over him, but he's not. Allison, he's not getting stung. What? Why? He's, he's becoming part of the hive. He's becoming part of the swarm, Allison. He is now the king bee. He commands all the bees. I love it. It's beautiful. And you know what? It creates a beautiful dichotomy with the moment when Mulder covered himself in gasoline. <laughs> Again, their stories right? intertwined. So mirroring can, each other. Yes. So then you can carry off. I would actually cut to black there. Like, yeah, I no, would... I think you're right. He's standing there. He's covered in royal jelly. The bees are swarming him. He's like, mm, whatever you want, bees. Just help me with this one thing. And then it's like a snake mongoose situation. Yes. Yes. He, like he gets Smoky Man to help him with Skelly. And then he gets the bees to help him with Smoky Man. But who's going to help him with the bees? You know what I mean? Right. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a perpetual motion machine. It's a catch 420. Fuck. Yeah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we fade to black and then the next episode would be about Skinner and his B-Army. Fucking shit up. Yeah, love it. Right? Love it. That's how it should have ended. That's definitely how it should have ended. Good. (laughs) Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I rate on a spooky scale. One is I'm going to have a great nap. Five is I can never sleep at night. I'm going to give this a five because I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm just going to jerk it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Just furiously jerking it. Just like all night, though. (laughs) Ideal. (laughs) Uh, What do you rate? I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one to Excelsis Day. And one means this is a really wonderful, perfectly crafted episode. And I could not have done better myself. Um, And uh, Excelsis Day is the worst episode that we've watched. It was horrible. Uh, I'm actually going to give this uh, three. Ooh, that is low. It was really, you know what? It was a good episode. I thought there were points at which the dialogue was well written. Uh, if I saw this episode, uh, as part of a different series, I probably would have been like, oh, hot damn, that's a good episode. That's a really good episode. Yeah. Uh, So I, you know what? I respect it. Wow. I didn't even mind, um, 
when they ended the way they did kind of a little cliffhangery. Yeah. Um but the because the plot was done, like it, it was solved, it was all Exactly. Kind of, so there was nothing hanging out there, but uh Well, except for uh except for you Skinner. Know. Uh, 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 his dick. <laughs> um yeah god three i think three has been our lowest for a very long time yeah totally but this episode deserves it let's do predictions who's predicting you are oh good (laughs) anything could happen based on a name anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game tell me courtney what's it gonna be a way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Okay, so after last week's episode, I am at 3.5. Yep. Courtney, you are at 3. Yep. Uh, and the next episode is season 4, episode 22, Elegy. I don't know that word. Can you... You, you don't know what an can, elegy is? L Algae? Can you spell it for me? Yeah, E-L-E-G-Y. E-L-E-G-Y. Uh, elegy. Elegy. It's like, um, it's a poem for someone who's deceased. <sighs> okay. A memoriam. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. I'm an English teacher. Okay. So, poem for <laughs> someone who's died. Uh, <sighs> dead children, Allison. They, there's dead children. Okay. And, you know what? I've been right. I've been predicting this episode for a very, very, very long time. The Haley Joel Osment episode, wherein someone can talk to ghosts. Ooh. Right? Yeah, like an I See Dead People kind of episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is an episode where someone is communicating with spirits. Uh, And you think they're the spirits of children? I think they're the spirits of children. I think it's... um, like an orphanage or Ooh. a hospital, something sad like that. And all these children are dying. And so they've got to find a medium Haley Joel Osment character, not necessarily a ch- another child, but just someone who can speak to the, these dead children. Um, Scully's back. Mulder's back. We won't see Skinner at all. And we'll be very sad. Okay. So I'm going to yeah. give you a half point for mm-hmm. child ghosts. Okay uh and a half point for i see dead people okay or i talk to dead people someone that's a a a medium a go-between cool 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 i'm gonna get those juicy points i think you might i don't know good 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 although i am reading the episode description it is making me very angry so we'll see oh no (laughs) you know what allison we have a three we gotta balance that out with another seven i guess fuck okay allison yeah. I think the space cadets owe us, owe us some time. They listen to us ah, about an hour every week. Maybe uh-huh. they skip through the stupid parts for sure. I skip through oh, the yeah. stupid parts. That's fair. Maybe they listen to about 20 minutes of our episodes. I think they should put at least one minute into reviewing or rating or subscribing uh, our podcast, The Double X Files, please. Yeah, I think that would be a really nice thing to do, and it definitely helps us find more listeners, which means more people for you to talk to about this dumb show. (laughs) And don't you want to talk about, like, isn't it frustrating that you are listening to this fantastic podcast and you have these talking points such as, what what would you put your dick into? And, like, 
would you use a bathroom if someone recently died or was still dead in there? You have these amazing uh, water cooler talking points that you can't talk to your coworkers unless they listen to this podcast. So you need to get them on this podcast stat. I like to think of them as like discussion points for the class. <laughs> now, class, if you take out your syllabus. <laughs> um, yeah, so rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend and write us double x files podcast at gmail.com that's double spelled out i want to know about your personal x files i want to know what weird thing you've put your dick into when you were 13 like i want to know i want to know your deepest darkest secrets please tell me about your bathroom death proximity stories please did you have a shit next to a dead person tell me about that gotta find out please what do you have a bee a bee situation tell do you us have about a bee that. fetish i ooh, mm, yeah do you do a little dance what's for that look like <laughs> tell me please I'll judge uh-uh i'll take notes yeah well you will <laughs> i will uh i think that is it yeah yeah um you can find us on twitter at double x files tumblr at fuck yeah double x files instagram double x files facebook double x files and we come out every tuesday at noon it's fun (laughs) you're getting real good at that thank you Uh, i'm very tired (laughs) we have four what four more episodes to go uh three actually oh shit so keep so on board guys wire it's and gonna I get wet and wild next episode or the one after it is our hundredth episode <gasps> so we're gonna party like it's 1996 yeah we're gonna by which i mean we're gonna special. put on our sweatpants <laughs> we're gonna grab a buttered hot dog bun we're gonna buy some pokemon cards and we're gonna fucking go to town Oh my god, yes. We're going to do something <laughs> special. It's going to be so good. Okay, uh, I'm going to call it until next time, friends. The truth, truth is, is out, out there. there.